from? I'm from the Caribbean and I'm a Christian boy. Oh, We're back. Welcome to Inspiration for Your Day. But I owe culture. No way to rotate in Don't let the devil tempt you. Christian from the Caribbean and music is a part of life. Yeah, we dance and we flag, but we represent Jesus Christ. Can't promote no rebellion cause the Bible not tell me them thing is sin Used to do them thing before but Jesus sets me from deep within So no more partying, no, no more drinking, no Cause Jesus saved me, but me dance when the gospel did me Caribbean Christian and dancing in my blood Caribbean mm. Christian and dancing in my blood, my blood Caribbean Christian and dancing in my blood Caribbean Christian I do hope that you've been enjoying the beginning of your summer. So Inspiration's been on break for a few weeks, so I'm sure that uh, we have a lot of ground to catch up and cover. Just want to say thank you to everyone who reached out to my family uh, during the loss of my mother-in-law. And also thank you to everyone who extended birthday greetings and wishes to me back on July 1st. So just want to say it's wonderful to be part of such a loving congregation and TLC, we really do appreciate you. All right. so. It is time to get down to business. My special guest today will be Michelle Thompson, who is a part of the TLC worship team and also very active wife and mother. And we will be talking to her about what it's been like wrangling a family of four 
during this COVID crisis and lockdown quarantine. So you may be saying, whoa, I'm up to here with, you know, all of the COVID talk, but there are still some stories that I think are worth listening to and learning from. And hers is definitely very interesting. So I think that you're going to enjoy that. But of course, we want to start the day on the right note. And to do that, we've got to say hello and thank you to our Heavenly Father. So I've got a prayer that I'd like to share with you. And it's called A Prayer to Start Your Day. Please do pray with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day that you have made. I thank you, Father, that I slept last night and woke up this morning. I understand, Lord, that I have not woken up by my own power, nor by my might, or by my alarm clock, but that it is by your grace that I have been given another day in this world. I ask, Lord, that you order my steps today. I ask that the Holy Spirit guide my thoughts, words, and deeds. As I go into the world today, Lord, I pray that my light will shine before men, and they may see my good works and glorify you, Father. May I be filled with the fruits of the Spirit as I interact with people today, and let everything I do today be done with love. As much as depends on me, I will live peaceably with all men today. I acknowledge you in all my ways, and you will direct my paths. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for praying with me. Lots of good music on our radar today, but first let's get caught up on a few messages. Hey you! Just wanted to shout out here and tell you guys to join the TLC youth meetings via Zoom on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. To get the Zoom ID, you can email the Lakeside Church at info at lakesidechurch.ca or text church at 647-501-5040. Again, you can text church at 647-501-5040. We're excited to see you guys. How is your TLC 123? Don't forget to call one person, text two people from TLC just to see how they're doing, pray for three people from TLC every day. Let's be faithful to check up on each other, just like the Lord is faithful to us. Love 
running a business or you're restarting your business uh, following this crisis, I just want to remind you that Pastor Sabrina has sent out an email letting people know that if they would like to have their businesses listed in a TLC business directory that's currently being built on the TLC website, that you're invited 
to submit your information on your business for inclusion on the site. She has sent out an email with a short contact form and is asking everyone to fill this out by July 26. So please do check your email for this information from Pastor Sabrina. And if you are running a business or planning to open a business or reopen a business, do fill out this form because the members of the TLC family would love to support you and to spend their dollars in a Christ-centered and Christ-oriented business, all right? So, um, which isn't to say that, of course, if you're doing something like nails and hair or something that's not necessarily Christian-related, that we don't want to support you. We're saying whatever type of business you've got and you would like us to, uh, to support your business, please do fill out this short contact form so that your business can be listed on the TLC business directory on the TLC website. Me no worry 
according to his riches in glory. God am my protector. When the enemies are sent at them, they trip. And I said, God, we catch me in a them net. Me no worry, no fret. Me drop in the breastplate of righteousness. Yes. celebrating a birthday this week and on that note we've got to wish Christina Fullerton a very happy birthday also Philemon Joseph Cody Lindo Aliyah Hunt and our little darling Aliyah Dawes celebrates her first birthday also Maria Sipersad and Anita Delante wishing you a very very happy birthday and also happy anniversary to any of the fortunate couples who are looking back and reflecting on God's goodness as they celebrate their wedding anniversary. If you've got, uh, I don't think we have any more graduations, but if you've still got a graduation going on or coming up, we just want to say congratulations to you. So here's a special song to everyone who is celebrating a milestone.
program I talked about the TLC business directory and I wanted to let you business owners know that if you would like to place an ad on this podcast that it is possible you can just get in touch with me via life 101 radio at gmail.com that's life 101 radio at gmail.com I also produce your ads for you along with any background music that you like so feel free to get in touch with me and I would love to be able to support your business by having your ad on the show so much has been happening in our little world you know we've got uh, heading into stage three of the reopening of Toronto schools are talking about possibly going back to full-time classes in September of course all of this is just speculation at this point um, the latest we're hearing is that there may be staggered hours so you'll have a certain sex- set of students coming in on uh, maybe two days a week or three days a week and then another set that will come into the same school um, on the alternating days so just uh, the TDSB right now is working on different plans and strategies to try and get our kids safely back to school so please do pray for wisdom for them and so much happening in the news so um what can i say i see kanye's dropped out of the race it's probably a good thing <laughs> and of course um, we see the numbers are declining in terms of the infection rates uh, for COVID in Toronto specifically so praise the Lord for that and Lord we do continue to ask for your intervention in this case and that you would eradicate this disease Lord but your time is best and we just pray that you would be glorified Lord through through all of this Boy, pour my blessing over me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keep it flowing 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 just keep it flowing, flowing, flowing Blessing after blessing and nothing can hold it back What is for me? Oh yes it will be Me now go make them steal my joy, steal my joy, steal my joy A blessing for you and a blessing for me Blessing after blessing and nothing can hold it back What is for me? Oh yes it will be Me now go make them steal my joy, steal my joy a blessing for you and a blessing for me Cause he promised to provide everything my heart desires As long as my delight is in the Lord So I'll bless his holy name Cause his promises remain forever and ever Don't make nobody trick you Blessings flowing over here like a fountain Don't make nobody trick you Father pours, blessing after blessing, and nothing can hold it back. 
It is now time for our special guest for the program. And with me today is Michelle Thompson, who is on the TLC worship team and is also very active um, with uh, kids and her career and her family and everything else you can think of. (laughs) So, (laughs) Michelle, welcome to the show. Hi, Nicole. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to just chat with you and share a little bit. So thank you. Thank you. So um, the reason that I have you on is because um, you are in a situation that a lot of mothers and fathers um, find themselves in, which is being in lockdown during this COVID pandemic with your children at home all the time. And yes. you have three children. So in case, for anybody who doesn't know you, maybe you could let us know the names and the ages of the kids, if you're comfortable with that. Sure. Well, our oldest is Amadeus, or Quentin Jr. He's 20. And although he's very independent and he's he has his own full schedule and agenda of stuff, he's been home and I still have to communicate with him and navigate the day with him as well. And we also have Josiah, who's nine years old. Uh, Ayanna's five years old, and Ezekiel is now 19 months, almost 20 months, actually. Oh, wow, boy, they are growing fast and furious. (laughs) Okay. So you obviously have a full house. And I'm just curious to know, first of all, when you found out that school was going to be closed, daycare was going to be closed, what were some of the thoughts that ran through your head when you realized that they were all going to be home 24 hours a day? Um, immediately, I, I'll be honest, I was in a bit of a panic because I wasn't aware of what was going to happen with my work situation. I 
I didn't know if I was going to be at work or if we were going to close as well. Um, so I was scrambling to find out where I could leave my children for the day. Um, the Forrester family, our great pastors, Brian and Sabrina and their family have helped us out so many times in the past on PA days and um, other times when schools are closed, but because of their big household and Amma's health condition, you know, it wasn't something that would work this time. I called friends, I spoke to neighbors, but I wasn't even comfortable with leaving them anywhere else. Uh, so it was a little bit hectic that first few days trying to figure out what I was going to do until I found out my workplace situation. Because, yeah, because we haven't actually talked about the fact that you are a working mother, not, not I as in working in the home as well as out of the home, right? Yes. Yeah. And and your um, working situation, I guess, could also be considered high risk because you work with young children? That's right, yes. Yeah. And um, in the beginning, when the pandemic was mostly in Asia, in China, it was a little bit more concerning to us because I work with um, at a location with... Um, newcomers from China. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They've been in the country less than a year. So we were all very shocked and very shook up about the news that we were finding out day by day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So w you were still working then for a few days prior to your, to, to your workplace closing down? Is that it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What were they doing to keep you safe? What were they doing or, or were they at that stage implementing any kind of um, safety guidelines or, or protocols? Well, you know, in the beginning, when even when the school shut down, um, everything was still very vague and we didn't really know what was happening or what was to come, obviously. Uh, so at first they recommended that we wore masks if we wanted to. Uh, none of us wore masks. We, th we still thought it was very funny wearing a mask, and we had no intentions to wear masks throughout the day. Um, and we had a lot of extra hand sanitizer everywhere, and we were doing a lot of extra hand washing. But we were still all together in the rooms um, as normal. Mm -hmm. When you began to, I guess, realize just how infectious this disease could be, were you concerned? that you might have been exposed in those first few days where, you know, things were a bit more fluid? Um, yes, I actually, I was really concerned. Uh, the first week that I was off, I fell sick and I was wearing a mask at home all day, every day for several days. Mm -hmm. um, and this is before any of the testing centers opened up or anything like that. It was very taboo at that point. So it was very scary. Um, and other than that, we were just really nervous and in shock. Um, I know in our faith, we are not supposed to be anxious or worried or nervous, but this was totally different, right? This took everyone just off their feet and totally by surprise. So it was um, a little bit of a whirlwind for that first week or two. How did you cope? Um, to be honest, I did a lot of crying and a lot of venting. Uh, but then I was reminded very quickly by my husband, by our pastors, by my close friends from my Bible study group. You've got to be really, really quick to start praying in those moments that you feel weak and vulnerable and stressed out and anxious. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was my best strategy. 
that was actually the only strategy that I had at that point. I wasn't thinking very clearly. I was very worried about what would happen with the kids and how I would get through this. So there was a lot of um, prayer throughout the day, random. I would have to go away to my room, as it says in the word, go away in secret and pray to him. Right. So I was literally coming into my room and crying in the closet and praying in the closet. And that's how I coped with it um, for for several days in the beginning, even for the first couple weeks. Yeah. So yeah. obviously life goes on and you still have to pull everything together and, and run the household and keep everybody on some sort of a schedule. Yes. How difficult was it to adapt to having the kids uh, switch to online learning or online classes? Were they able to engage with the screen? Were they able to focus? Well, in the beginning, I was... I was actually pretty prepared. I'm one who usually provides my children with worksheets and I have a lot of educational resources and websites and videos and stuff that I am. Um, I've gotten to know through my workplace and just through being an early childhood educator. So I was pretty well prepared. The problem was actually implementing it and um, getting the children on board as well. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. I went through actually three different types of routines or schedules throughout these last 12 weeks and we finally found one that that really works for us now within the last few weeks but it was just a lot of um revising what i had done and going back to the drawing board and examining okay what are their needs what are my needs what are the challenges and what can we do moving forward what was the biggest challenge for you and maybe if you could break it down by kid per kid what was the biggest what was the biggest um challenge each child you feel faced during the lockdown well first of all for ezekiel he's he's a toddler and throughout this whole pandemic throughout these last three months he's grown up so much being at home with his siblings uh the greatest challenge i faced with him was keeping him active, physically active. Mm. Um, because in the beginning, we were not going outside as much or for very long. And when we did, he was just in the stroller. He wasn't, mm. I wasn't letting him get out and play around. If you remember back in March, it was still cold. Yeah, exactly. And snowing and icy. Uh, so I wasn't about to let him get out of the stroller and roam around like the other two. So uh, getting him physical activity, aside from just running around the apartment at home, that was a big challenge. And I, I got a little bit concerned about his physical development, but he's fine. He's totally fine now. He runs, he climbs, he jumps, he's all over the place. So he's great. God is good. Praise the Lord. Um, <laughs> with Ayanna, she did not take to the online learning at all, even until yesterday, um, power struggles. She didn't like sitting in front of the screen watching all these videos her teachers would send us. Uh, she was not really interested in being on this app that we had to use to submit all of her work. She enjoyed the activities that we had to do, like on paper or creating things and building things. She just didn't like the documenting of it and following along with lessons through a screen. Um, which was actually nice for me to kind of recognize that and understand that she's she doesn't need to be in front of a screen and she can enjoy things in other ways away from the screen so that was nice but it was challenging to get her to complete her work mm -hmm. 
Um, on the other hand, Josiah, he received a Chromebook from the school board as they were offering to all of the families. And he, he took over on his own. He was very independent. He went through his lessons, lesson plans every day. He submitted all of his work early and on time. His teacher has been so impressed with him and so proud of him throughout this whole time. Wow. But his challenge was just coping with being around us all the time. <laughs> um, I think he really needed a lot of breaks from his sister, breaks from his parents. And we weren't able to give him much of that because of our living situation, because there's nowhere else to go. Uh, so that was a little bit of a challenge, trying to help him have his own alone time mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, I think um, it's really interesting to see just how different learners, the type of learners that they are. And yes. um, I think that um, I know the TDSB has been sending out um, parent surveys trying to find out just how effective online learning is as a tool. Um, mm -hmm. Because I suppose when we get back to school in September, it's going to be um, a huge part of the changes that will be made to accommodate students during, you know, while they try to, uh, I guess, avoid a second wave of COVID and all of this. And I guess from you've, you've got this experience now of seeing that your children learn differently. And I'm wondering, are you, how, how do you feel about the whole online learning and making that transition? Uh, well, just as I notice in my own children, it's not for everyone. And some children really excel in this type of learning. I believe that in September, whatever they choose to do, if there is an online component, a distance learning component, it really should be the family's choice, I believe. Because a lot of children, and I've spoken to other parents and children at, um, sorry, parents at my children's child care centers, and um, very many of them expressed that their child just didn't like it. And also for the parents, it was such a big struggle to figure out this Google platform. They were using Google Classroom. And um, if you're not very familiar with it, then it is pretty challenging to figure out how do you submit things? How do you print things? How do you fill out these worksheets? It's not easy. And there was no training, no tutorials really offered. <laughs> yeah. And if there were, it was very hard to access. Once the session for the tutorial uh, filled up, the parents were not able to get in and they would have to wait till the next round. It was a little discouraging to some. Mm -hmm. uh, so I really believe that this survey that they put out in the last week, they have to follow it and make sure that they can address the challenges of the majority of families and I'm really praying that they will make it work best for everyone and offer different options. I Just to get back to when we were talking about the challenges that you faced um, with each child, I actually um, would have thought that not being, going, not being able to go outside to play and not being able to socialize would have been right up there as, you know, some of your, your biggest challenges. To me, well, there's nothing I, sadder than when I'm, we're driving around and I'm looking at all of these playground areas that have been taped up. And that is just so sad to me. So I can't even begin to imagine how you guys deal um, with that on a daily basis. Well, the thing is, Nicole, I, I can honestly say almost every single day since schools closed um, March 13th, I took my kids outside. Mm -hmm. uh, we live in an apartment building. We do not have a backyard. 
we have a balcony, but that's not a very fun outdoor experience. I took them around the neighborhood, though. Even when it was cold, we got on our winter gear, our boots and snow pants back in March and beginning of April, and we went for walks every single day. And uh, that really helped us. And I'm, I'm so proud of my children. They learn how to enjoy the outdoors without having to play in a playground or have toys and equipment with them. They just learn to enjoy walking and sightseeing. And we would often take pictures of different things we saw. Josiah was able to use a lot of the um, photography that we did for some of his assignments when he had to go on scavenger hunts and such. And it was nice for the children to be able to walk around and um and see their schools still. Ayanna was able to walk to her school at least a couple times a week just to have a look at it. And it helped her um, bring up things that she maybe was worried about. Mm -hmm. She would often say she misses her school. So it was just great to get out and walk. They didn't really miss the outdoors at all over the last three months. Well, good good for you for, you know, making that sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's we were very careful. Yeah. I was very careful with them. I was very strict in the beginning about not touching anything and staying right by my side and stopping to wait if someone was passing by us. Mm -hmm. We're a little bit more, I'm a little bit less strict now that they understand why we have to do social distancing and they're not touching everything, mm -hmm. but um, it worked out very well for us, actually. Did you use mask at all with the kids, or would they? Did they understand about wearing them? They did understand about why we wore them. And to be honest with you, when we went outside on walks, I would keep masks in my backpack as well as hand sanitizer and everything mm -hmm. and wipes, mm -hmm. but we never had to use them. It was very quiet around our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And when we would go out to walk, we would rarely encounter groups of people. Uh, there would be the odd passerby, you know, here and yeah. there along the sidewalk. But as I said, we, we made sure that we were social distancing. We would stop and wait for them to pass by or we would leave a space, a big gap between us. And it, it worked out fine. They, they really haven't worn masks very much at all. During this process, during this period, um, how would you define the changes in your personal spiritual growth and development? How would you describe that? Oh, wow. It's... it's um, it's been a little turbulent, actually, because I, I had some very big emotions in the beginning, as I um, brought up earlier, very big emotions. And it took me a little while to be able to get back on track with my daily devotionals, with my prayer life, uh, with um, sticking to good habits and keeping in touch with people in our chat groups and in our congregation and, our, and my Bible study group as well. Uh, for a while, I just, I felt like I had distanced myself a little bit to try and cope on my own. Mm -hmm. And finally, through prayer, I realized, or I knew that's not the way to go about it. You've got to reach out. You've got to talk. You've got to do more devotionals. You've got to do more Bible study. And that will really help you to overcome all of these big negative emotions. So in the last several weeks, I've definitely been able to turn around and um, feeling a lot better, feeling a lot more clear in my mind about things and able to help the children out a lot better as well. Well, you know, thank you for being so transparent about that. I know that can't be easy to, uh -huh. you know, to let people into your, into your mind like that. So thank you for, for that. And I'm sure that um, it, it's a good message 
for someone who is probably struggling, you know, with their feelings at this time. Um, as we wrap up, I was just wondering, is there any advice or any sort of message of encouragement that you might like to share with um, moms who have young families like yours or have, um, a, you know, more, more than one child in the house to kind of wrangle with and to keep schedules um, on track? What are some of the suggestions or what advice would you have for those parents? Well, definitely my biggest tip, especially for mothers, and not to knock fathers, but it's usually <laughs> mothers at home managing the children and the household. So for mothers, I really, really would advise you to make time for yourself and do things to spoil yourself a little bit. Treat yourself engage in self-care for me every morning i wake up two hours before i really have to just so i can get that alone time mm -hmm. and i will sit by myself for a while i will read and do my devotional i even do stuff like clear my emails just being alone and having quiet time before everything gets started for the day it really helps me set set myself up for the day and uh now that things are opening a little bit more we're in phase two in toronto you can go and get your nails done again you can Yay. go and get a haircut <laughs> that you've been missing for the last three and a half months uh there's you know there's restaurants opening up with patios if you have a good close friend that you want to hang out with take that time to yourself you really deserve it. You really, really deserve it. It's been very unpredictable, uh, very big change in our lifestyles these last three and a half months. And we really need some time to just sit back and reflect and take a break now that things have settled down quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for, you know, letting us into your home for that little snapshot of life with the Thompsons. I really appreciate that. And I know that um, the advice that you just gave is going to be very useful to someone who's probably feeling a little bit at the end of their rope right now. So I just want to say thank you so much for being so open and transparent with us. And of course, we wish you all God's blessings and that um, he will continue to strengthen you and Quinton as you continue to raise your beautiful family. Amen. Thank you, Nicole. It was great chatting with you, and I'm so glad that I was able to share. Thank you. Okay, bye. Come on, everybody. Get your feet happy. Let's go. Come on.
And that's it for the show today, folks. I really hope that you've enjoyed uh, getting reconnected to inspiration for your day, that you've been blessed and inspired by what you've listened to. Special thank you to my guest, Michelle Thompson, for coming on and being so open and candid about what it's been like um, dealing with um, small children during this uh, COVID epidemic. And I just want to say thank you, dear listeners, for your patience and waiting for us to come back on. Um, As we move forward, we will probably be changing the format of the show, probably the frequency of the show, as things start to get back to normal, quote unquote, and people are a bit more preoccupied and getting back into their normal routines. But um, all of that news will be coming up in the next few weeks. But in the meantime, look out for us next Monday on Inspiration for Your Day. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you, TLC. Goodbye to my trouble. Goodbye to my trouble.